Stone Minute. This is Minute 3. I'm Rob, and as always, with my good friend Joe. I'm here. Uh, minute 3, we're actually getting into the movie now. I, I couldn't even sleep last night. I was so excited to talk about this. I mean, it's this is essentially, I have in my notes, wedding scene. Um, it's the first red wedding. <laughs> it is it is a massacre. It's uh But I guess we're no not there yet, it. right? I guess I guess I'm sorry, I just spoiled it. Um there might it looks like there could be a massacre in the upcoming minute. Um <laughs> it does it, I think it's pretty clear uh from the uh what 20 25 bandits riding through the desert on horseback and then it cuts to the worst wedding ever put on film i should can i just get right into it i mean there's that nice fountain it's very serene it it this is this right here is where the entire subtext of the film is laid out oh my this are you sitting I'm yes. Okay. I don't stand up and do this podcast. <laughs> well, that's good because this is a blistering hot take I'm about to deliver. All right, let's hear it. Um, I am going. I am going to argue and prove over the course of this podcast series that this film, which we all, which is widely regarded as actually being directed by Kurt Russell, um, which is something we'll save that whole discussion for when I, the next slow minute when we don't have much to talk about. Well, I mean, to be fair to our listeners, they need to understand that Kurt Russell is not the listed director for this movie. Yes, but it's widely it's George widely thought that he really directed it. But All right, again, we'll, that's a topic we'll get to that for later. Day. Um, okay. This film is uh, Kurt Russell uh, basically making a statement that marriage is wrong. In this <laughs> entire film, it's an anti-marriage film. And okay. the, this theme is laid out right here from <laughs> near almost from the first seconds of this minute. I, I'd ask the listeners to take a really close look at this this minute here. And what you'll notice um, is that nobody is smiling anywhere in this wedding party aside from the bride and groom. Uh, well, we, we, to be fair, to be fair, Joe, when... When we see the rest of the wedding party, for the most part, there's already been about 20 bandits that have showed no, up. No, we, we, we have a, a, an intro. They're still on the way in there. And we begin with a shot of a, a dining table. And I believe there's four or five older women laying out the, the dishes and the food. Uh, none of them smiling. That's the help. The help never smiles. <sighs> Not when people aren't around. Okay, so you're you're arguing that, that these people could afford... Uh, maids, basically. Well, they had a wedding, and like we all do, you know, they had to they had to really dip into the savings to have a nice wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. They had a fountain. They had a fountain. That's, do you know how many weddings have a fountain? It, so, <laughs> so that's like arguing if I get married here in Milwaukee, my wedding has an art museum. Yeah, <laughs> the, the town happens. You pay to a lot to be in that art museum. I'm not in it. <laughs> you need to stop. So the 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 I would I would imagine is probably aunts mothers first of all not smiling second of all I believe three of them are wearing black veils as if they're getting ready for a funeral and not not a wedding they are the help and they don't want to they don't want to show how they want to make sure they're separated from the wedding party that's wearing the beautiful white and grays and and 
and uh, burgundies that we'll see later on. N- the top. Next if time you, you go to a wedding, please wear white if you're in the wedding party. I would really like to see you do that. Um, sec- no, okay, fine. You're wrong, but let's move on. I think our next shot is a, uh, a, a tr- I believe it's a tracking shot across the uh, the mariachi band that's playing. And let me yeah. tell you, is there anything more joyful on this planet than a mariachi band? <laughs> if there is, name it. A polka band, maybe? I, maybe that would be their equal. Yeah. None of them are smiling. Great. None of them are smiling. You, I, musicians in the audience, I, I challenge you to play that style of music stone-faced <laughs> and submit proof. They're just a hired band, Joe, and the and 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 the 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 wedding the 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 bride and groom have not yet left the church where they exchange their beautiful vows. You don't need to be smiling at. They're going to wait till the door opens and they they go into their new life together. Well, I why are they playing then? If you're going to do a job, do it right. So that the people in the church know where the exit is. <laughs> Well, then we've got bigger problems with this wedding party. Uh, and, we, and we continue to move on here. And uh, then uh, we we cut to the bride and groom leaving. And you get a pretty good look at a lot of the... Uh, the uh, it looks like the groom's buddies behind them. None of them smiling either. All right. Give me your take on that. Why aren't they smiling? They're drunk. <laughs> They're just trying to get through. No one likes the wedding part. They just want to get to the reception. Yeah, they should be excited. The wedding's over. They're leaving. That's true. Okay, you got... All right, you get that point. Okay, then the most pathetic confetti shower as they come out as three or four people half-heartedly throw (laughs) rice in their face. I love... One of my only notes here is flower petals in the face (laughs) because the... So this is all cross-cut with the cowboys coming in, but we don't actually see... We don't actually see any faces at this point. We're just seeing, you know guns people loading guns the horse is coming and then we see we see that the 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 bride and groom coming out and they're throwing confetti as you said and the groom has this look of he sees the cowboys he's just terrified and this woman just keeps throwing petals in his face and i feel like she threw it one too many times like she was like she should have stopped and she just like hit him right in the face again for the third time with with flower petals yeah like they couldn't do an additional take because those are the only flower petals they had and they didn't feel like fishing out of the dirt uh we'll just keep it it's fine um (laughs) Uh, yeah, so then um, the, the the bride doesn't really notice them as quickly, which I also like because she has to look at her groom's terrified face a couple times before she figures out that something's wrong. Well, she's not sure if he's looking beyond beyond to his future with, in a terrible marriage, or or if or, or Joe, he might just be recovering from the flower petals that just shot him in the face. Um, so the so then the things the the festivities as the as, if you can call them that die down and we we get this face off and let me take a quick aside here and this is a, a pet peeve of mine for westerns action movies anything involving a gun and it, it's really not it probably is realistic but whenever i see people like loading or cocking their gun like right before the shootout is going to happen I just yeah. put myself in that position. I would have loaded my gun three days ahead of time and then checked my gun to make sure it was loaded every 10 minutes probably. That's just where my or, like, my anxiety uh, must shine through or something. 
I'm not entirely sure when safeties were invented or at least were standard on guns. So it could be that on the older films, right? You don't want to be carrying around a loaded gun because it could go off in your holster. So you got to load it right beforehand. So really what these films are is just a reminder about good 19th century gun safety. Yes. (laughs) We're going to continue with this marriage scene, but just let me, I'm just going to throw out some, some outside the film facts here. Now, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, probably the most notable of like the long, long term Hollywood relationships without marriage, right? I believe there were rumors a few years ago about them splitting up, but that doesn't seem to have happened based on all of the gossip websites I looked at today. Okay. So they, they've been together. At, so at the time of this, when they filmed this, they probably had been together for about 10 years. And they've maintained this steadfast belief that the. One of the main reasons they haven't split up is that they never got married. They say this; they've said it consistently over the years, and still say it to this day. And that, that along with this absolutely miserable wedding, even before the gunfire, is, is one of the many reasons over the course of this two-hour film that I think Kurt Russell made this film to try to get impressionable young men to avoid marriage. And let me tell you, Kurt, if you're listening, it's working, buddy. Well, I mean, now that you mention it, like, are there any major Kurt Russell characters that are married? I mean, he's not married in, I don't think he's married in, he's not married in Big Trouble in Little China. He's not married in The Thing. Not only is he not married, but he has careers that are aggressively, like, yeah. <laughs> difficult to, to, to have a long-term relationship. Research in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Truck driver. Yep. Uh, so escape from New York, uh, crim- <laughs> criminal. I don't think he's married in that. I, in the fog, he's not. Oh, uh, can you imagine how much escape from New York would be ruined with a romantic subplot? Uh, well, we're about to talk about that as we move forward in this podcast. Uh, and I, I think that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, no, let me just mention minutes. one. La- I only have one last thing, and then anything else you want to add? If you, okay. <laughs> as Curly Bill sort of like begins to step forward and begin this confrontation you can see the band in the background like half-heartedly continuing to play their guitars even though it's become abundantly clear that something terrible is, ha- is happening as if they were like uh well we got paid to play i think we just keep going until someone tells tells us to stop well i mean i <laughs> i i have many questions about that mariachi band um but i will say that uh, I do think kind of stepping out of the uh, anti-marriage views that this uh, movie tends to, or you're arguing, uh, when you're kind of convincing me on a little bit too, uh, is this, I do think this is a super effective opening in that it, it does this like, you know, we have the intro and then we have this and like the music is awesome. The score is awesome when like the, when the, um, cowboys are coming up and then like it just cross cuts it with i would argue a very serene wedding with the water coming off the fountain sort of like the moment that's about to happen when these two people are going to enter into the world together as when two become one as the spice girl said yes um <laughs> which is around the time this movie came out that song was probably about this scene i, I i'm gonna i have no doubt it, it could was. Yeah, so, but as we will get to in minute four, things go awry at this wedding. They do indeed, and um, that's where my my second big ongoing uh, theory about this movie comes into play in in, uh, minute number number three. 
All right, so um, join us tomorrow. We'll do this again for minute four. Uh, follow us. We're on, go to our website, tombstoneminute.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Rate them. Apparently that may, matters. I don't know. Um, and then we're on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to try doing it every single weekday for the next six months. Yeah. So uh, join us tomorrow for uh, Minute 4. All right, can't wait.